Hello, you are listening to the All Girls School podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Barrett, a graduate from an all-women's college in Virginia. This podcast aims to highlight the diverse experiences and life journeys of graduates from all women's colleges. Listeners can expect to hear candid conversations about a wide variety of topics. This podcast strives to be in an inclusive space, so some guests may identify themselves as non-binary or trans. I hope you're ready because class is about to start. Hello and welcome to the All Girls School podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Barrett, where each week I interview a different guest who has attended or graduated from an all-women's college. Uh, This week, we have um, what I like to call a gay agenda, where we will be talking about um, probably the biggest stereotype I've heard when it comes to all women's colleges, which is, aren't all women who go to those kind of schools lesbians? Um, we'll talk about that today. Um, and with me today, I have uh, Jazz Roll, who graduated from Mary Baldwin College, was in the uh, Virginia Women's Institute for Leadership, uh, is the class of 2015, yep. correct? Yes. All right. And... Um, also, um, I don't think I've said this on the podcast. I identify as a lesbian. Roll also identifies as uh, queer or gay, um, lesbian. Yeah, however, whichever, whatever yeah. you know, um, I like. Above. I honestly like saying queer because I feel like it covers, you know, a lot of things. For like sure. you don't necessarily. I don't necessarily have to say lesbian, but I do like. If I'm being specific, I'll say lesbian. But like in general, when I'm talking to like other people, I don't know about you. um, I'll just say like I'm queer. Yeah, I think if it comes up in conversation, usually I I will refer to myself as being gay. But then I would say like I'm part of the queer community. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's literally anything. Yeah. And so both of us went to Mary Baldwin. You're a couple years younger than me. Um, but so like at the time frame we went to college was like, you know, a little over 10 years ago, like when we were in college. So things were a little different, For sure. but do you think that that statement, uh, that stereotype is accurate? So... <laughs> so it's it's kind of funny that both of us are talking about it because yeah. we are we are both both lesbians, lesbians. that, that went purpose. to all women's colleges. That was on purpose. Um, <laughs> but I mean, obviously no. But I think that in both of our situations, but in my situation in particular, um, it was just interesting to see the different situations in college where (laughs) I was talking to women that I thought were fully into women completely, or at least, you know, were fully a part of the LGBTQ plus lifestyle. And then that was not the case (laughs) after college. Yeah. Um, I think kind of the way that you talk about, I do think, um, to, our disappointment right. as actual lesbians that 
<laughs> went to an all-women's college. Uh, the stereotype is not true um, in the sense that, like, I think women are definitely a little more fluid and willing to explore. But I think that's also college in general. Right. Um, like, not necessarily just an all-women's college. I think it's such a formative time of your life. Like, you're... I mean, depending on where you're going to college, you're away from home for right. the first time. You don't have like your parents there. Like you, depending on where you grew up, like you have a chance to kind of like explore, have fun. Um, and so, yeah, I do think women in general, too, are open to being more fluid. And yeah, there might be some of those women who went to, you know, an all girls school, all women's college who like for that time, we're down to, you know, experiment, have fun, but then maybe ultimately. To our detriment. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. At the expense of our feelings. Right. Um, but then, you know, once they got out, like into the real world after that, like they were like, okay, I'm, you know, going to date men. Yeah. That was, maybe that was fun while it lasted. Or maybe it's like society has like these certain expectations so like yes you had fun when you were at the all women's college but now it's like I gotta find a man to marry right or even maybe you are truly bisexual pansexual but dating women in the real world it is it's hard. hard it's it's hard we don't tell each other we like each other right we're scared yeah I uh it, I mean it kind of goes into I mean even now like I'm a I'm a masculine presenting mm -hmm. woman and so if we think about stereotypes, mm -hmm. usually it will be up to me to go and approach a woman if I'm interested yeah. in her. Right. And that is so hard because there are feminine presenting women mm -hmm. that are queer, but mm -hmm. I don't know that they're queer. Yeah. So I end up never like I've never approached any yeah. woman that I've dated ever in my life or women in general. I just yeah. don't do it. Yeah. And we have similar personalities to where we're a little more reserved, right. shy, quiet. Sure. We're not embracing, <laughs> you know, we're not embracing our swag, uh, <laughs> which I like, I know I tell myself, like, embrace the swag. Like, it's OK to, like, be rejected, right. if, you know, if it's not there. And then I tell myself that and then I still don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I still chicken out. Um, but yeah, like. Even like you being mask presenting, you would think that maybe, you know, queer women would, you know, hope or expect you to hit on them or vice versa. If they know they're right. into like women and especially mask presenting, maybe like they were like, oh, maybe I can flirt with them, like make it clear that right. I'm interested. <laughs> so that's my mentality. So but I'm oblivious at the same time. Yeah. So. It's a it's a real it's a double edged sword. I'm like, why yeah. doesn't them presenting woman approach me yeah. directly? Mm -hmm. And it and they they indirectly approach me, and it mm -hmm. takes so long for me to be like, oh, I think they were hitting on me. Like I think there's something yeah. there, <laughs> and it takes too long for me to get to that yeah. point. It's it's honestly probably embarrassing. Um, but yeah, if 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 feminine presenting woman mm -hmm. can approach the masculine presenting mm -hmm. woman that would be great yeah. but your situation yeah. is even harder yeah my situation <laughs> like i 
am feminine presenting, you know, I, uh, and I have to come out all the time. And even when I am out and it's like very clear that I'm out, you know, men still think, <laughs> think it's okay to shoot their shot. Uh, like, uh, on Instagram yesterday, um, for instance, I make it very clear on my profile. Everyone who follows me, you know, knows me. Um, and like, especially the past five years, I would say I'm very like out proud, like there's no question about it. And, <laughs> you know, I posted this photo, um, just, you know, nice little selfie, me and my little green button up about to go to this like team bonding, like meet and greet thing for the LGBTQ plus resource center at George Mason. Cause I'm going to graduate school there this fall. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm, I'm super excited about it. And so I just post like excited to meet the team, just like a selfie. Um, and then I get a like response to my story and he was like, I know this doesn't like mean much coming from a man, but I always think you look like stunning, blah, 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 and feminine, <laughs> keyword oh, feminine. My. So I think, I think it's just like this assumption because I present as feminine, like at least from the guy who's like, well, I'm still going to shoot my shot because she presents feminine, even though I know that she is clear, like 100% a lesbian, but and I make that clear. And that's not the first time that's happened. It's the first time it's happened, like, in my DMs. But it's not the first time it's happened to my face. Um. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of unfair because yeah. I think men will just do that. Yeah. Like, they know. They're shameless. I, like, they don't care. They're like, the they're like, I'll be the one to change her. I like it. I want it. I'm going after it. Yeah, they're it. like, uh, it's not going to stop <laughs> Who me. Who cares if she's a lesbian? Yeah. I could change her. It's not going to stop me. <laughs> you know... Yeah. And so, so, but there's more to it than that. I'm not like, I have the opposite problem when it comes to like women too, because my type is more feminine. Like I'm a feminine presenting woman who likes other feminine presenting women. Um, we'll talk about just the struggle. <laughs> of being a femme who likes femmes <laughs> for sure um is that obviously i present as femme so i do like i thought this tattoo would help but it's you know it Wait, doesn't what's your tattoo say? It says love is our truth with like oh. a rainbow but then i realize it's actually not in like a good spot and you have to really be paying attention yeah. at this to point see, like the rainbow have to be like i know trying to look at your boob area to i know I know. Which then so, they'll be a lesbian anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. Honestly, I was Whoa. like, I need a lesbian calling card so that they know. And vice versa. Like, maybe I should just, like, woman up and, you know, take the initiative more and be like, hey, I don't know if you date women, but if you do or if you're interested, I'd love to take you out for, like, dinner or drink. So, like, that is something I'm going to try and work on. Right. Um. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> well, I chicken out probably, but I like, it is my goal to successfully ask that at least once. Um, you're better and then than if, me. <laughs> you're absolutely better than me. And if I get turned down, I get turned down. Right. But yeah, I mean, in general, out in the wild, <laughs> there, it's so hard. It's like, how do I know if I can hit on you? I don't know if you're queer. You don't know I'm queer. So it's like, maybe you want to hit on me, but you don't know if I'm queer either. 
So, like, yeah, so it's just, it's complicated. So, I guess my question is, is it, like, for lesbians by nature, I say, for instance, like a straight woman or someone who isn't necessarily as curious starts talking to you and it's kind of like this playful banter. I feel like by Um, nature, lesbians are like, she just might be into me, (laughs) you know? Well, I think we might allow ourselves to like think that like in our head we'll be like oh maybe she's into me but then like we're don't we don't still don't act we still don't act on it we're too scared we're just running in circles like honestly the first girl i ever dated which i mean you know that situation right uh, well you know most of of the situation but like (laughs) i never would have i never would have told her how i felt if she hadn't told me first and then also just like she was out of my league. Like, in, don't, I know, no, I know I, you're going to get I upset. Said, yeah, don't. But even in college, I didn't know how to dress. I didn't like, I didn't know what to well, do with my hair. We, I like, we were I have, busted in college. I have, I have we, glowed up. Glowed the up. Glow up was yeah, real. I have glowed <laughs> up since then. But sh- hopefully, like, someone watching this is like, oh, this is, yeah. A- Hopefully they're like, yeah, okay, I've, I can you know, see it. I I've, can see it. I've glowed up. I can dress a little bit better. I know right. how to, like, I use a diffuser. Um, like, I know my strengths. You use a diffuser. <laughs> I know my strengths are my red curly hair. Like, I get it. Um, but she, like. Oh, I think redheads are, like, well sold off after. Like, is that? Oh, I don't I'm know. so, like, off topic. But Oh, you're good. I, I'm, have you heard I that? Like, is. I like don't know. I do. Like... Well, I do think redheads are do fall in people's type. I do mm-hmm. think there are people who absolutely like love redheads, which I mean, hopefully there's a One really femme. There's a femme out there who <laughs> falls in that lane that I haven't met yet. So I guess uh, I mean, I guess my next question. Is it do you think I guess obviously now you'll be more comfortable approaching her now or is it do you think I guess my question is, is someone like her still, well do you still have this feeling that someone could ever be out of your league oh yeah oh <laughs> I know I shouldn't it's like an insecurity thing like but yes I like as much as I like try and like avoid that negative self-talk right it it, it, it's yeah. easier I mean honestly women are just so picky Very like true. when you go on these dating apps like that's another thing is like it, just whenever getting a match is yeah. so hard it's rare and then once you have the match like if you actually like meet up is even rarer and then like hitting it off I also that's another reason why it's like I'm telling myself, all right, you need to like embrace going on these dates. But also like I feel like there's so much more pressure mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just need a vibe check first. Right, like right. do like is the conversation flowing? Like do I feel comfortable around you? Can like do we enjoy each other's sense of humor? For sure. Um, or like and some of those things can happen. Like you can enjoy the conversation, but not necessarily feel like a romantic spark right and so I almost would rather like default to friends and then if 
it turns into something more later, that's okay. That's like huge for me. I think being friends first in general, like even mm -hmm. if you like immediately hit it off. Yeah. Kind of having the no pressure of just we're going to hang out because, yeah. you know, we're two friends going to hang out. Um, But yeah, I think just being being able to. I think we're both, like you said, reserved. Mm -hmm. So I think in a person, yeah. if we can kind of, especially in a group, then we can kind of sit back and not talk and kind of yeah. analyze the situation. Mm -hmm. um, analyze might be the wrong word too, but just kind of soak in everybody's. Yeah. Observe. Observe, yeah. yes. Soak in everyone's vibes and everything. And then once that person kind of hits our fancy, then it's kind of like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, it's yeah. this one where you don't get that on an app. It's just, mm -hmm. who are they on yeah. paper or on yeah. the screen? And yeah, and I also think that through the apps too like you might write someone off who like maybe you vibe with in person mm -hmm. you know which is I don't know I I like the idea of things happening more organically in person sure. I like having that foundation first of friendship but also we kind of talked about this earlier I need an emotional connection so if you are feminine and you like me just tell me <laughs> Uh, just say, hey, I like you. And then if I like you back, I'll. She'll let you I'll know. Yeah, I'll let you know. Like that, honestly, <laughs> once I have that green light and I know you like me as well, it's reciprocated. It's game on. Then like that's when I become like more bold. like yeah. bold. Like yeah. I'm not afraid. But until. The green light is yeah. important. Yeah. Once I have the green light, like it, it's game on. Honestly, you know? yeah, we can even scope it as like. We are just consenting individuals. I know. You know it's I mean? like we're we go hardcore for yeah. consent. Absolutely. Like we take 100%. consent to like the, the next the, level. Yeah. Yeah. Like we yeah, we just need that consent. Then we just you need know? the consent. Which is yeah. which is mm -hmm. which is valuable. Yeah. It's admirable. But maybe we should just, you know, ask for the consent ourselves a little bit sooner. <laughs> so you're again, you're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like I literally, I'm saying maybe we should. Does that mean I'm oh. going to do it? I don't know. Time, time will tell. We'll have a follow up. <laughs> Seems questionable to ask, me. Yeah. Feel free to ask me later um, how how things are going. So how do you feel about, um, because I'm pretty private about my relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, so how do you feel about, like, I don't. I don't post my girlfriend or talk about my girlfriend mm -hmm. on social media because I'm private about it. Yeah. So how do you feel like where is the line for you where it's like, I want to be private or I'm not sure how private you are with your relationships, but is there a line with being private mm -hmm. and like, uh, and saying, I guess I don't know really how to, because yeah. I know how to structure the question for myself. Yeah. But I'm not hiding my, like if someone yeah. wanted well, a private relationship with you. Yeah. I think if someone wanted, and I guess the question is, what does it mean by private? Does that mean we're just like. We're hiding they, each other or. Yeah. Does that mean they just aren't the kind of person that has social media or likes to post on social media, like relationships in general? They like to keep all of their relationships kind of like kept to themselves um, versus like they don't want to post because they're, they're in the still, closet. Right. You know, and you know, every situation, 
Is it different? Either. Yeah, it, I mean, it's hard to answer that um, because I feel like it all depends on the situation. Um, I was listening to this podcast by Allie Colbert and they were talking about like the, they think that there are a lot of straight women out there who, you know, find themselves interested and curious and <laughs> they called it like they're looking for the starter kit lesbian. <laughs> so like, that very way. yeah masculine so, mask well, mas- they don't necessarily have to be masculine because the guests Allie Colbert and her guests were both like feminine presenting and the one that was feminine presenting she was like yeah I was willing to do that for a while I was willing to be that starter kit lesbian and I like went into daddy mode and absolutely loved it what? and figured out like that was my thing and she was okay with doing that for a while and I mean went into daddy mode yeah <laughs> I even felt weird saying that. I was like, technically, I understand what she's saying, and I feel like I am like that, but I would feel would weird not calling call myself that. that. Yeah. No, that's a, I don't that's a no for that. me. Yeah. Like, my first question for them would be, can you do a, like a committed relationship? Because me personally, I am looking for a long-term relationship. I'm not like here for a good time yeah I'm not here for a good time I am actively seeking like a life partner that is like my priority there might be lesbians out there who are willing to like if you don't see an actual future long term like to where you could potentially marry a woman or at least commit I'm not saying everyone has to get married but be in a long-term committed relationship then uh, that wouldn't work doing? that wouldn't work yeah. for me i would have to like make those boundaries very clear clear like okay if we date like um it has to like it's serious like i just don't date to date right. you know like you have to be willing to see yourself like being in a long-term relationship with me and potentially like if marriage is something you believe in like getting married absolutely mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's complicated. It is complicated. I, I say that, but then also once I do fall for someone, I'm a sucker. Like, oh, absolutely. I'm just like in the palm uh, of their and, hand. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? Uh, it, what yeah. massages? Food? Yeah. Trips? <laughs> Let's do it all. You got it. <laughs> just, I think that's like <laughs> I, our our Achilles heel too, though. Yeah. <laughs> like I think you said something earlier. Like chivalry isn't dead. Yeah. And. Not with, yeah. I, for what the, yeah, like, for us, right. like, yeah, we're we're very similar. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and so, yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, sh- chivalry, is, chivalry is not dead. Like, men might if be doing it us. wrong. Yeah, if you're with us. <laughs> men might be doing it wrong, but, like, we, and this might sound cocky, but we know what we bring to the table in a relationship. 100%. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to listen to you actively we're going to (laughs) well you're in a relationship so you're doing that right now in your relationship but i'm just saying like talk your shit because someone out there needs this and they don't know it yet um we're gonna i say we i guess i'll say i since you're in a relationship but you know um we're on the same page yeah uh we're gonna actively listen to you we're gonna genuinely care about the things you're telling us we're gonna um find little things to make you feel special and feel seen and feel heard um and like i said 
wine and dine you. Like I very much will buy you dinner. I'll buy you drinks. And I'm not saying that you can't do that too. Like it can't be a partnership. It's but, not a materialistic um, thing at it's all. Not, yeah, it's not a material thing. It's just like, I want you to know that like you're valued and things like that. Um, and I'm actually going to like communicate my feelings. I'm Like you're not, you're never going to have to guess with me um, and things like that. Yeah, like just genuinely all the things that men do to mess up relationships like infidelity and this is my personality type when we we were talking about myers-briggs and 16 personalities so this is like very much i can't speak for all lesbians but i can speak for myself um uh, i'm very loyal and so if monogamy is something you're interested in like hit her up yeah (laughs) (laughs) hit me up because i'm interested in monogamy um very loyal and you'll never have to like second guess, um, like who I'm talking to and my intentions and stuff like that. That was definitely, um, in my current relationship, like, like I get like, uh, like I'll tell, uh, we just had this conversation recently. She, she was like, um, you know, I haven't heard from you in hours. Like I never, like my first thought isn't, Oh, she's talking to someone else. It's just, she's busy and she'll get back to me when she can. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I thought that was so refreshing to hear. Mm -hmm. Cause for me, like the number one compliment to me is you trust me Yeah, because trust is so hard Mm -hmm. to gain and then to keep. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to hear that, like, man, you know, and it kind of like people can take advantage of that, you know, you trust me fully and I can go out and do whatever I want to do. But since you trust me so much, like, you don't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. And she never has to worry about yeah. that with me. And I would never break that trust. Yeah. So it's just, it's a nice thing to mm-hmm. hear. And it was, it was, it was dope to, yeah. to know that that's not a concern yeah. of hers yeah, and vice versa. So. Okay. So I do want to kind of transition a little bit, go back to, you know, when we were in college, um, as far as what, our experience was as far as like learning about our sexuality, because it was definitely a time where, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't as much representation. So I think it was more common for um, people to come out a little bit later. And so kind of like what kind of role going to Mary Baldwin played in that experience of coming out or like realizing your sexuality. For sure. For sure. I, so I've never like hardball came out, right? Mm-hmm. I just kind of made, I just yeah. assumed everybody assumed. Yeah. Um. And so, but I mean, I knew probably around the first, fourth grade. Like I, yeah. I don't think she's ever going to watch this podcast, but yeah. Monica Duresti in my fourth grade <laughs> class was my first crush ever. Yeah. And I was just like, so going from there, like I kind of knew throughout uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like the stereotypical, didn't want to wear dresses, didn't mm-hmm. want to um, play with stereotypical girl toys yeah. or whatever. Um, just, I don't even want to say that. That wasn't even, because I play with Barbies and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was more, I wanted to be out with the boys. Yeah, like I wanted yeah. to play football mm-hmm. in, in school. Um, I wanted to be, you know, I didn't want to 
play make believe outside. No, yeah, I wanted I get to be, that. you know, rough and tougher and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of school age. Um, and then I just, you know, pressures from my mom um, made it so that I didn't want to like disappoint her or yeah. uh, do something that she didn't necessarily like. Uh, she's great now. Um, mm-hmm. But so I think I um, kind of suppressed everything until yeah. um, college. And then when college came around, that's when it was like, I can dress however I want to dress. Mm-hmm. I can be whoever I want to be. Um, you know, there's there's a whole it's a whole new world, world yeah. right? <laughs> so um, I think it was kind of like I, I almost wish that it wasn't like I don't regret it, but yeah. I almost wish that I had more experiences in high school or even middle yeah. school because I think like the first woman that was interested it was like all right I'm just gonna go with it like I don't even yeah. care I didn't even ask any pertinent questions <laughs> I didn't ask you know like are you really into me yeah. or are you just you know here for a good time yeah. it was just kind of like all right cool what, you like me I like you too girl yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. even I honestly cannot, cannot even say I was like attracted to this person yeah. I wasn't like it was like the first time yeah. I was like, I'm with the woman. This yeah. is how like, I like this feeling. Yeah. You know? I like women and this woman, this woman likes, likes me. me. <laughs> and so let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of how that started. And then, I mean, obviously uh, being in an all women's college mm-hmm. and then being masculine presenting, then I feel like you're kind of on a poster more so than some other people. Yeah. Because especially for the women that were just that weren't necessarily we're still trying to find themselves yeah. or not completely fine with saying or comfortable with saying I like women mm-hmm. and so like from a mask presenting point of view sometimes we do yeah. get the straight the 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 women that aren't completely don't know if they're bi or don't know if yeah. they're queer yeah. or whatever and sometimes we're their first yeah. interaction because yeah. I guess we are the closest thing that they can get yeah. air quotations to. It feels being maybe like comfortable or right. safe. It, yeah. yeah, familiar or what yeah, have familiar. you. So, so, um, yeah, so I think that uh, he would think it would be kind of easier to kind of like <laughs> pick who I wanted to pick in all, yeah. all women's college, but. It's still that uh, we've talked about it before. It's still like we don't know if they're even into yeah. women. Um, and so just because you go to all women's college, you're not a lesbian. Yeah. You know, it's still you may not be a lesbian. So yeah. it's still it was still hard for me to kind yeah. of. It, it, yeah. Lesbians so, are still very much the minority. Right. Not right. the majority, you know. Um, and I know, you know, Tisha. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Tisha Wilkerson. So there will be me- many like um like girls that I would be in like class with or something yeah and I would say and I would talk to Tish and I'll be like I wonder I wonder if she likes girls you think she likes girls like Mm -hmm. oh no she has to like look like it was just it was so many too Mm -hmm. I think I was just like I think my eyes were wide you know because I've never like even growing up there wasn't a lot of like yeah. there was like a gay straight alliance in school and things mm-hmm. like that, but even that's in, actually impressive that there was one. In it your was it school. was probably five people, and yeah. most of them were 
men. There was okay. one like masculine presenting yeah. girl in high school. Mm-hmm. She was the only one. Yeah. I don't know how she did it. Kiara, if you ever f- find this podcast, I commend you because yeah. it wasn't high school wasn't 2011. Yeah, you know, that's not, those four, that wasn't an easy time. It wasn't an easy time. Yeah. And she took that in stride and, you know, and, um, that was the only masculine presenting girl in, in, in my high school. So, mm-hmm. um, I wish I could do that, especially seeing kids nowadays. It's like, yeah. everyone is kind of living their truth if they want yeah. to almost. Yeah. The, definitely. Like I taught at a middle school the past three years and the, just how comfortable, at least at school, I will say, like at least at school they are with being themselves. Right. You know, I know some of them would say, you know, I'm bisexual, but like my mom doesn't approve. So like they know. Yeah. And like they're comfortable talking about it and being out about it at school. Mm-hmm. But like they can also acknowledge that maybe their parents aren't. Or and then there are some of them that do identify as, you know, lesbian or like gay and like their parents do know and they're fully supported. Right. Right. And so, yeah, it was just like, it was just like so funny to hear them talk about like their crushes on girls and boys. And I was like, man, like, I was like, I I was like, I wish it had been like this, you know, when we were in like middle school, high school. I think, um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't regret it, but it just set me up, I think, to just latch on to the first person who mm-hmm. was like oh no like I'm in this yeah. for the long haul like this is can be like yeah. I want a relationship with you I don't want to yeah. just sleep with you because I want to know what it's like to be with a woman yeah. you know what I mean so all yeah. in all in all um I mean I again I've kind of soft came out I think my mom it's a big elephant in the room for us yeah but she knows it's not a secret. I wear yeah. what I want to wear. I, I say what I want to mm-hmm. say. Um, but it, I mean, just to see my mom and the evolution of her mm-hmm. from being a kid to now, um, I probably could bring it up. But at this point, I'm like, it's no, yeah. it's no point. Yeah. Like when I t- when I when I go get married, you're getting an invitation, and yeah. I'll see you in the front row. You know what I mean? Like I can like, wear a suit again. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of suits, um, Roll and I were at a mutual friend's wedding a couple of years ago. I think two summers ago now. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, man. And uh, we both uh, wore some very nice power suits. Yours was yeah. like a nice three piece, yeah, um, like gray plaid type yeah. pattern. Yep. And mine was I was a bridesmaid, um, and so mine was like this bright pink like yes, tux it was, style it was I, it felt good i'm not gonna lie it looked it was, amazing it, it like you feminine. stole the show in that like in that. if i love how feminine i still felt but just like powerful but but the, honestly it was like feminine with very like masculine energy though yeah like i like and i don't know i don't mean to if that wasn't what no you're good i think like it was we it was like yo this like oh my gosh I can't even because I'm seeing it in my head right now and it was so like I like I I I got this like if you met someone there it was like I'll take care of you yeah yeah like like, follow me we're together now (laughs) like yeah I definitely feel like that's the most confident I've ever felt yeah just because like 
I got my hair done that day. I'd got my makeup done. Like, and that suit was just, I loved that suit. And it was like, it was feminine. Yeah. But it was like, it was powerful. Powerful. Absolutely. Like you, you owned that suit. And I was like, like, yeah, woman can be in a suit and and fucking rock it and look amazing and still Mm -hmm. be feminine with it. And our, like, their venue was connected to, like, this bar. And on the other side, like, there were the people that were just there from the, like, the restaurant and bar. Yeah, And I just remember them all, like, getting, like, our whole wedding party, like, getting so many compliments. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we look good. Yeah. We look good, man. That's one thing. uh, Weddings, like, I don't dress up very often. Mm -hmm. But if you invite me to your wedding, if you invite me to your wedding... We are going to be very yeah. nicely dressed yeah. people. I'm looking for at, sure. So I don't, maybe it's when I get married or maybe the next like wedding I go to. I think maybe when I get married, this is, I've thought about this a lot. I really like the idea of doing a similar suit. I want it to be a little more custom fitted though, like mm-hmm. custom tailored. And I want it to be like an evergreen like velvet Ooh. with like the black tux label. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then have like underneath like a black kind of like lacy crop with the high waisted pants Ooh. that are like Ooh. green velvet. You too. already know. I was like, you yeah, already I was know. Like, mm, that's kind of what I want. Yeah. So if I get married, growing up, you know how like stereotypically they say like girls growing up always like fantasize about their wedding Mm -hmm. and and things was that is that true for you was that something that's always no no and I think part of it was because maybe I knew that like I didn't want to marry a man yeah and so like I never saw like the point like I was just like "Mm, wedding is not a big (laughs) deal like I didn't like it wasn't legal for yeah and yeah, and I, yeah, but I never, yeah, grew up like thinking about it. Yeah, fantasizing about a wedding. And even to this day, maybe it's because I'm um, frugal, but yeah. <laughs> I don't like the idea of spending a ton of money mm-hmm. on a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whether that's eloping or, you know, prioritizing, having a wedding, but prioritizing like the people that matter to For be sure. there. For sure. Um uh, that's kind but of yeah, I, I'm just very, I don't know if I want to spend like 50 grand plus no. on like a no. wedding, um, you know, but if we can find like creative ways to still make it special and have the people that we want to share it with, I'm definitely down for that. So me and my girlfriend has said, have said that whenever we get married, we'll go get married like on our own Mm -hmm. and then have a zoom with all our favorite people and be like, Hey y'all we're married. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then we'll go on a trip for our honeymoon or what have you. I'm a big trip person. We'll go. And then like, Hey, like, I think we'll have a, like a honeymoon trip for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then we'll say, Hey, look, if you want to celebrate our wedding with us, come along. This is our next thing that we're going to do. Um, I don't think we're planning on, or I'm a big reception person. So yeah. I think I will more so like mm-hmm. to have the reception yeah. than the reading yeah. of vowels and yeah. all, like in front of all of these. I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't need, I don't need all of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah. but I'll go to someone else's and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if you want to spend a lot of money on a wedding, I'll be there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I will I, take the chicken plate, please. It also, yeah, depends on my partner because I want to like respect their wishes too and like meet sure. them halfway. If yeah. you know a big wedding is something that they want, it's like okay, well, let's do it. But like, let's find ways where like we can make it like economical right. to where like we're not spending we're not like, in the hole an extreme amount of money on one day i'd rather like take that budget and put it towards like a very nice trip together right. Absolutely. you know like an adventure together um so yeah but i mean yeah i think a lot of it depends on the partner i hope my partner <laughs> future partner if i do get married is on the same page with that but i, yes. I but like I'm not going to have a choice here soon. Inflation is ridiculous. I know, but I have to like acknowledge like what if I am dating someone who comes from like a background with like a huge family right? and where like their culture, it's very important for, you know, their family to be there and have kind of like that bigger style wedding. So it's like just keeping an open mind. Like, yes, I know this might be what we want, but maybe like you have the right idea. Maybe we do something very intimate first Mm -hmm. and then do something that like a reception or whatever that makes the family feel like they're they're included included in friends. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Cause I'm attracted to extroverts. So that doesn't bode well for a guest list. (laughs) It's funny how that happens. I think I've been lucky this time around to have like, we kind of both flip flop in between Mm -hmm. whoever we're around where she can be more intro- uh, extroverted because she's around mm-hmm. more people that she knows. And yeah. then same for me. Yeah. Um, But I think I am more attracted to extroverted yeah. people. So how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. I definitely think like it's good to have that balance. Like, you know, I'm very reserved, observant, laid back, like not super reactionary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, has I been... just like absorb. You know, I take things in. Yeah, you know, I like to think. Before. I'm very rational, judgy, evidence based. <laughs> I'm not, not, not not judging like you judge bad, people, but, like judging like yeah. Myers Briggs. Yeah, yeah, I'm like constantly analyzing, thinking, observing, and then I I I'm just like I like to be very thoughtful before I speak, and I'm not saying that, you know being the opposite of that is bad right now but it's like just a nice balance right i like being with someone who's extroverted because they're more likely to pull Mm -hmm. that out of me and it's not that i don't like social connection it's just like i need to frivolous you know yeah i don't like um shallow yeah i don't like yeah, I don't want to talk about just like the weather or like material things all the time. Like I need when I have social connection, I want it us to be talking about like beyond surface level right. things. Right. And I sometimes I just need to recharge. I just need some me time to Absolutely. recharge. But I think the pandemic definitely taught me that, yes, I'm introverted, but that doesn't mean that I don't like people like people or don't need or crave social interaction right it's just i like high quality social interaction versus like quantity you know so and i i think i should bring this up with my therapist uh the next time (laughs) i have a session because i have i have um how do i say this 
I don't have a lot of friends, right? Yeah. Like I have a lot of people to talk to mm-hmm. and hopefully someone who, you know, hopefully someone watching this doesn't think I'm not their friend because I say yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But I have a lot of people and we talk about very shallow things. Yeah. And that's draining for me. Yeah. And so when I tell people my cup is empty, mm-hmm. it's because I don't have any energy to talk about the same everyday things with eight people you know like I'd rather spend all my energy talking Mm -hmm. about something deep with one person which is usually my significant other my partner which is kind of how the 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 the, you know dice fall whatever the saying is the cookie crumbles that's kind of how yeah that's kind of how the cookie crumbles so um but I mean same I think we're on the same page in that sense where I crave deeper connections with people and then some people are just not emotionally Mm -hmm. available to to receive that yeah and then other people may they may they get something else out of it Mm -hmm. you know like they need something else out of our social interaction yeah which it's fine but Mm -hmm. I for me I have to put them on a different yeah uh, level or like I have to give a different percentage yeah. of my life to them. Yeah. They're because, in like a different category. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I it, that. it is what it is. But I think with everything that's going on, I kind of think everyone's kind of drained. Mm-hmm. So why not talk about, you yeah. know, something of substance? Because yeah. at the end of the day, the the shallow things run out, you know? And yeah. what do you have after after that? Like, Yeah. And it's just like creates like a deeper relationship and trust and like if you can talk about those kind of things like just being able to count on people for sure um and stuff like that Uh, you said something that made me think about oh like maybe it's like the type of connection or emotional uh, uh, i don't emotion being emotionally unavailable or having a deeper connection with people yeah having a deeper connection i feel like i resonate with that like when we were talking about coming out and our queer experience and mm-hmm. stuff, um, like for me, um, coming out and just like realizing I was queer at Mary Baldwin, like it was seeing like that representation. But even when I realized I was queer, like I didn't realize that emotional connection was so important to me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought like, you know, I couldn't feel anything as some like there was times where I thought I wasn't necessarily capable of love because oh. I I know that sounds horrible but there were times where I, like I think we talked about this earlier where like once I realized I was queer I was like I kind of forced myself to like see okay who is like someone that everyone is like crushing on right like that's desirable that's who I should have a crush on right you know not realizing like that's not how it works um so I think I like told myself that I needed to have a crush on this person right but <laughs> it, it yeah it, it just it, it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't work. it like it yeah like that wasn't gonna work and then when I did meet you know um my girlfriend that I ended up dating in towards the end of college it was like a light switch you know right right. it was like as soon as I met her I was like oh yeah like this this is what it's yeah this is what it's supposed to feel like so like 
I didn't. Yeah. I never realized like how important that emotional piece is. And I think it's important not only for me in like romantic relationships, but like friendships as well. Sure. Being able to connect and feel comfortable, feel like you can like talk about almost anything. anything, Right. You know, that's why I feel like I don't have a bunch of people that I would consider like close friends, you know? For sure. And and I think people get like so bent out of shape about that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we'll do something better, you know? Yeah. But like, and, um, but on a serious note, I think, uh, um, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, I think, shit. No, you're good. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, damn it. I had a, I had a point. It was on the deeper connection mm-hmm. part of it, but I uh, said it was the light switch and then I lost it. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. I'm sorry, but I don't want to make it seem like you had a, oh, you had something good. to talk about. And then I'm like switching it back to, no. uh, a topic about myself. No. Like, damn it. No, it's okay. Um, damn. All right. Well, I guess to hit on that, um, do you want to talk about like not knowing if you're demisexual or not? I know I keep bringing oh, that up. But... Uh, yeah. So I know you you asked like, have I ever thought about if like I consider myself demisexual? And I guess I don't necessarily put a label on it, but like, I guess by the textbook def- definition, like, I mean, it makes sense. Like, right. I do very much need an emotional connection. It was funny. I remember I've talked to like um, my best friend from college, mm-hmm. Harrison, you yeah. know, Harrison, she's in the pilot. And we've had conversations that, like, I'll keep her up to date on like, my dating situations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, get advice. And um, I remember she was like, well, like, wouldn't you ever be like open to just like hooking up with someone, even if like they're not necessarily like interested in dating you? Like if they just wanted to have fun. And I was like, you know, I've thought about that. And like, I, like I, I try to think about it. I'm like, you know, it would be cool to try having like a one night stand, but I, I just don't. Not capable. I just don't know if I can. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and maybe if like it was very clear, like they were like, hey, do you want to hook up? Like maybe then I could wrap my head around it. But how do you even go from like meeting someone to just being like, let's hook up? I don't even, I can barely like ask a woman on a date. I don't right. know how I would get to like, <laughs> let's hook up. And I don't no i just generally don't know if i could right. only no that's hook up that's fair you know i mean i think i feel like there's so much you don't know mm-hmm. about someone like you could date someone for five literally i dated someone mm-hmm. six years and then you're still learning like yeah. stuff and it's like I, d- I didn't know that about you yeah so and for one but i think people's mentality about just hooking up is that you don't care. Like that's not the point. Yeah. So I think, well, yeah. Speaking of like, (laughs) you just don't care. I think kind of what I've realized was like, we were talking about Myers-Briggs and 16 personalities. Mine is the defender. 
And one of the letters is F for feeling. And back mm. in like when I was younger, I would have never like said that feeling would I, I would have never acknowledged feeling be being a part of my personality because I feel like I had to like push all my feelings down like it mm -hmm. was weak you know to have For feelings sure. whereas now I'm like yeah I think I when I do have feelings they're very strong like where, I feel a lot thanks where does that come from I don't know because I mean you we're very very similar in that yeah. sense and I don't know where that comes like I not to get into the um, you know, the weeds of it or anything yeah. that's, you know, for a therapy session or what have you. I but know. like, I just no. wonder where, like, I know we talked yeah. about, I don't know, like the Enneagram on, on that sense, but I'm wondering if, which touches on mm -hmm. childhood stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm wondering if that's. Well, I do wonder, cause you were talking about when you were young, like you were like in kind of like a tomboy, like mm -hmm. into sports. And so was I. Right. Like <laughs> that. Yeah, I definitely had a tomboy mentality. And I think it, you know, goes back to like gender stereotypes For too, sure. right? Like, you know, boys don't cry. And right. I like, yeah. and we, if you're going to be one of the boys, yeah, you can't cry either. You can't cry. You have to be tough. For you sure. Know? So I, I think probably some of it stems to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, like, even beyond that, I don't think I ever, like, I struggle with, I'm kind of jumping into two different topics, but like I never saw my mom cry either. Like I think I've yeah. seen my mom cry once mm -hmm. because for most of the time she was a single mom. So yeah. it's like she had no time to cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was working multiple jobs at a time. So, you know, she cried. She probably mm -hmm. did in her room by herself. Mm -hmm. And so she, she didn't want to be weak yeah. for us. Meanwhile, yeah. I don't necessarily cry more than I did in the past. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be like, I'm more to embrace. Like yeah. if I see someone crying or if I'm yeah. crying, it's not that I'm weak. It's just, I'm yeah. feeling emotions yeah. in this moment. Right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think, uh, not like my mom, like she, she didn't get married when she mm -hmm. was like, she's never been married. She was a single mom. Yeah. So I don't have that kind of representation of like, I guess a full range of emotions between mm -hmm. two people either. Yeah. And so, um, in a, in a like long standing committed yeah. relationship kind of thing. So feelings like no one mm -hmm. had time for feelings. Like I did, I don't yeah. know what that looked like mm -hmm. growing up. Yeah. And I think, which is the, the conversation around feelings and mental health has also been like a huge shift for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, a like, good shift. A good shift, yes. Is there still stigmas? Sure. Okay. But I think it's come a long way since when we were like in school. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think if I was the same way as I was in college with how I dealt with my mm -hmm. feelings, then I can't have the relationship that I do now. Like mm -hmm. it would not be healthy and yeah. it would be 100% my fault. Yeah. You know, and it's just, my in my relationship in college which is a very it was a long mm -hmm. um it was a six-year relationship mm -hmm. and I can definitely like I can admit that yeah. a lot of that oh I want to know I'm not gonna say a lot of that <laughs> hold mm -hmm. on back it up some portion of that relationship was definitely mm -hmm. solely up my feelings and how I dealt with yeah. things so 
Yeah. I mean, I think I, at the same time, I can appreciate mm-hmm. that I grew yeah. and I can say, yeah, feelings are important, especially yeah. as far as Myers-Briggs go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm an F as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of my personality that I shut, yeah. shut off. So. Yeah. And um, kind of like to tie into what you were talking about, I just had the thought and now it's We've been talking it, for, I know, for a while. It, it, so it's leaving me. <laughs> but, um, oh, man. Myers-Briggs. And... Oh. Um, mental health. Was it tied to mental health? Just... Oh. Um, kind of like what we were saying about how, like, the landscape and the conversations around like feelings and mental health has changed. I think millennials and Gen Z, I think if you listen to podcasts, if you listen, like the topics are geared towards encouraging personal growth, like knowing what your attachment style is. Yes. Like, yes. Going, going to therapy, like, like finding like the root causes for things that are causing issues for you and like relationships. So it's very much, I, there's very much like a venue of where we're talking more about it. We're like figuring out, you know, attachment styles or personalities. And there's, I think just more awareness of us like wanting to have that growth for sure. And actually finding seeking out those resources to to get better and like that's kind of how I like envision all of my relationships too it's like I don't want to look at them as like mistakes I want to look at them as like I want to have that hindsight I want to reflect and I want to see what things can I work on and get better at like what kind of held held us back were there any tendencies I had or insecurities that you know cause shortfalls and things like that yeah it's it's uh it's funny because you said you know you don't want to call any of your like past relationships mm-hmm. mistakes yeah and I don't I don't want to call them that either mm-hmm. and I don't want to regret them but 100% my college relationship was like started on an absolute misunderstanding yeah <laughs> just to tell a funny story um, <laughs> like it was a song that came out and I, and I it's said, always a song. It's always a song. So it's a song that came out. I'm not going to say what it is. Oh, man. You'll have to tell me after. I, I will. I okay. will. Um, I mean, I guess I can say it. It, it is. Well, I don't It's People are so close to the situation. Yeah. So it's, Feel free to tell me after. I will. I will. Yeah. But it's so, okay. So it's these like lyrics in a song. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I like asked her, like the, the song was playing. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I was like, like, would you like from the song lyrics? And she's like, are you like, uh, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. She's like, are you saying you love me? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I love That's you. That's funny. So in, in, in that sense, like, and you know, I think people, some people have the mentality mm-hmm. of like love and in love are two mm-hmm. different things. And I think I very much loved her in yeah. a sense of, um, like I loved who she was as a person. Yeah. But I don't know if there was ever like a in love. Yeah. And I and and I'll take that I'll I'll kind of take that away cuz I think knowing how I felt after mm-hmm. we broke up multiple times, but knowing how I felt after <laughs> we broke up the first yeah. time, 
that's a stereotype too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. Um, there's no way that no. I felt that way if I wasn't in love with her. So yeah. I'll take that back. But yeah. I think at the beginning it was like I there was definitely not in love. But yeah. I but we kind of just fumbled into mm-hmm. this thing as lesbians do. Yeah. And then six years later, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot in that yeah. in those six years. So definitely wasn't mm-hmm. it was a mistake because yeah. I couldn't stand up for myself and say, you know, I wasn't saying that necessarily from these lyrics, yeah. but I do very much so care for you. But it was definitely like I learned a lot from that relationship and I wouldn't regret I don't yeah. regret it, you know, a day in my life. Yeah. So No, I get that. Good times. Yeah, I definitely don't regret any like I've only had two serious relationships, but I don't regret mm. either one of them. No. Like I regret sure. maybe how I handled things. Right. Like right. personally, but I don't regret having those relationships. Absolutely you know? not. Yeah. So do you think now and I don't know if I've already asked this. Oh, I think I did. Oh, well, um, I guess moving on. Oh, oh, tell me about how uh, your love language is kind of switched around from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our previous recording, we touched on love languages a little bit. And yeah, I think I after this most recent relationship, my I retook it like actually maybe like maybe it was like a month ago I retook it because I was just curious. Yeah. And I was like, I can't exactly remember what the rankings were. So I was like, let me just retake it because a lot of things have, you know, happened since the last time I took it. Which is another thing that I like. I love that, like, we're continuously. We're trying to, like, figure out what makes us tick, you know? Um, so when I retook it, I mean, quality time is my number one. So that didn't change. Acts of service, whether. I'm receiving them, but also like I'm very big into acts of service, mm-hmm. like giving acts of service. Um, not to brag, but I give really good massages. <laughs> if it, honestly, if I could, if I could do another career for fun, I think be. being a masseuse would be awesome. What? I just am like fascinated by like massage therapy yeah. and like yeah. the benefits it has for like the it body. Works. And I'm also like when I am in a relationship. It, <laughs> I love giving massages and sorry, we're on a tangent with acts of services. I had like a massage envy membership. Yeah. Um, and I kept it for a while. Um, once I come out, came off of active duty. Um, but it is, you know, yeah. it is pricey for sure. I, um, I started it and stopped it yeah. real quick. <laughs> um, but I always like really enjoyed like kind of paying attention to like their routines because it's very routine based, especially depending on the time um, that you have allotted and like whether they're doing full body right. or just like, you know, upper body, whether you're start on your stomach or on your back. I was still relaxing, but right. also like paying attention to like what they were doing and the techniques that they were using. And I loved kind of taking that and like taking it back to like my relationship. Yeah. Like if I'm uh, in my next relationship, I would very much love to do like the couples massages classes like i think that would be so fun but yes so acts of services (laughs) i was going to go on a whole tangent (laughs) acts of services is number two but number three is where things kind of changed um to where um words of affirmation has kind of risen up for me and i think um in my last relationship 
like normally I kind of like take the lead, but she was a little more bold, which was nice. You know, I need that reassurance first that, you know, you like me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm shy. Um, but, um, I didn't realize like, because she was very much into words of affirmation. I didn't realize how much, like, you I was like, that. Oh, like actually like this, yeah. is, this is nice. Like, I really like the words of affirmation. And yeah. when I received them, it made me more comfortable to like, I don't know. It just felt more comfortable knowing like the feelings were reciprocated right. and like, I don't know. I For like, sure. I enjoyed it. Like it made me feel, it made me feel good. Right. So like, I didn't realize oh. that. All right. Well, we've been <laughs> talking for a long time, mostly because of technical difficulties, but for also sure. because it's fun to like catch up, catch and, up. And, and also the fact that we're both gay, like it's just, you know, it helps. We, yeah. It, it's, it's just so nice. Yeah. And we, it's just conversation flows and we can talk about how things, so many things like. It's, it's a nice outlet. Yeah. Definitely a nice outlet. Always nice being around like another uh, queer person who you didn't can use the term this time to lesbro le yeah so well yeah we'll say it it's we're just lesbron out lesbron you know? out lesbron out so <laughs> we can just talk forever because we're lesbros yeah <laughs> um but yeah let's i guess we you know have to kind of wrap it up so right. we'll do talk about a couple more things kind of like now that we're older like, what does dating look like for us? Um, do we have types? I know uh, you have good news when it yeah. comes to the relationship front. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I have a girlfriend. We've been together for a good little while now. Um, nice, nice. So I think the biggest thing from my serious relationship in college to a really big situationship to my relationship now yeah, a relationship yes for sure keyword relationship absolutely. not situationship absolutely and and i think now is just the mutual like it's uh it's a mutual i don't have to worry if mm -hmm. you know she's as in, into me as i am into her yeah she is bi but i don't have to you know i did have insecurities in college and things like that mm -hmm. but i can as I I've gotten as I have gotten older, yeah, I can still say okay, you're by whatever. Who cares? You're mm -hmm. with, you're with me now, yeah. And then I still get that kind of mutual, like yeah, I'm into you now. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there isn't a, a question or anything like that. It's not a there's no hesitation. There's no mm -hmm. um. Do I have to wonder if yeah, you know, if I'm here for a good time or if she yeah. really is interested in a long term, uh. Um, relationship with me so it's yeah it's a breath of fresh air she does the same thing that I do so I don't have to I know I go through a lot at work so I don't have to worry about coming home mm -hmm. and kind of filtering what I say and what I don't say yeah. I can just lay it all on her and she's like yeah I get what you're coming from you That's know cool or you know I, it's, it's just it's nice yeah it's a, it sounds healthy it's a, <laughs> <laughs> so um but as far as like my type, I don't, I, I think I've said this earlier, mm -hmm. all the people that I've been with com look completely different. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily a, 
I have a type in my head. Mm -hmm. Like I have a like I think this type of person mm -hmm. is very attractive. Yeah. Um, but as far as my type, like personality wise, um, and I don't know if I, I didn't say this the last time, but I definitely like a uh driven person. Um, doesn't really matter if they're more uh extroverted or mm -hmm. introverted than me I kind of go for the person that everyone everyone gravitates to yeah. in a room and so I don't know why that is yeah <laughs> but that's kind of like the person like the person that everyone likes I'm like mm -hmm. okay <laughs> yeah how do how do I how do I get in get in on this so um yeah. so that's kind of personality wise it doesn't necessarily have to be a loud or boisterous person just yeah. someone who has that aura mm -hmm. of just yeah something about them i can't every time i'm with someone no, it's always that. something about them yeah and i can't put my finger on mm -hmm. it but that's my type um and you know just someone and, and i didn't say this last time but i kind of i like someone who can have their own life and then yes. come back and we can have a life together and yes you know we can that can we they can live yeah. independently of each other yes right? i love that um and then as far as looks go I know we said this already, but I'm definitely a brown eyed, dark hair, brown yeah. hair, curly, curly hair kind of person. Yeah. And and just I know <laughs> I said this last time, but I have to say this. Like, I think people look at me and they assume my preference is like mm -hmm. I only talk to a white woman and I don't like my yeah. girlfriend is black now. I'm interested in black women. <laughs> Not that that matters anymore. But yeah. And it's just. It's a funny stereotype, mm -hmm. I guess, because I guess I'm nerdy or I mm -hmm. I talk proper. Someone, some That's people funny. have said. <laughs> so and, yeah. So um, but yeah. no, I I like yeah. I I like all different type mm -hmm. types of women. Um, mm -hmm. but what about you? What's what's a what's your type personality and uh, looks wise? Well, so I know you have some happy hour dates coming up. I am single, <laughs> unlike Roll. I am here. single, uh, but I do know, like, my last relationship, I think, taught me, because I have always been very independent, and I think I, like, the whole feeling thing we talked about, like, I was just like, mm, maybe I'm just better being on my own, and, like, because, like, I just, the, when things end, like, that's very hard for me, and so sometimes I'm like, uh. I think like there was a period of time where I'm like, well, I'm just better on my own. Um, I don't need anyone. Um, but I think my last relationship taught me that like, that's not what I want. Like, I think um, I let things go on a little bit too long with that relationship because I realized that actually companionship is important to me. It's something that I want. So that's kind of my mindset now is like, I'm not just going to sit back and look, see what happens see if anyone just stumbles into my life it's like I want to be more proactive um and I really do want to find like a life partner um so I'm I, nothing against anyone who you know is non-monogamous but for me I know monogamy is important I'm very loyal so I am looking for like a long-term relationship and as far as like checklist versus like type I definitely have a type physical which I'll touch on but like 
as far as like what I'm looking for in a relationship is just like someone, I think like what you said, um, being able to have like your own lives separate of each other, like your own goals, Mm -hmm. you know, your own friends, like you're not afraid to like take a trip with like your friends or your family that's, you know, doesn't always have to involve your partner. Um, uh, and then just like someone who can communicate, um, is emotionally mature for sure. Um, is driven. It's huge. I like, it's important for them to have their own goals. Um, like just be motivated and disciplined. So someone who also like is active, is fit, not for like the materialistic reasons, right? but for the actual function of being healthy longevity. and longevity. Yeah. Sure. So that's important. Um, that's kind of what I'm looking for as far as like qualities. Um, my type, who I'm usually attracted to, um, I am femme presenting, but um, I personally am attracted to women who are feminine um, presenting as well. Uh, I told you earlier, everyone I've dated, than I have it. <laughs> everyone I've dated, I feel like they've been like incredibly out of my league. Um, how many times do I have to say stop? I know, it with- I know, I know, but like, that's just how I feel. And for multiple reasons, like they're extroverted. So like you said, they're kind of that person that people are naturally drawn to. Yeah. Um, even the person I dated in Colorado doesn't claim to be extroverted, but they're an extroverted introvert in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then typically dark hair, uh, shorter than a little bit shorter than me. Um, I've never dated anyone taller than me, but I think that's because of like that thing we were talking about. It's like ingrained to where like we kind of gravitate gravitate toward the stereotype of being like, the, the male pro- yeah, and the, the provider. provider. Yep. So I think that <laughs> height dynamic probably has something to do with that. Right. Um, I'm not like into like blondes or like stereotypical like white women. <laughs> I guess I love like I'm, I, mean, cult- you, I yeah. love culturally diverse women. I'm an international relations major. I honestly believe that sometimes I'm like I don't think I'm going to marry an American. You yeah. know, like. Yeah. I I don't uh, I like love cultures that are different from mine. For sure. And yeah, I'm like very open to women of other cultures, and I honestly find them more attractive. <laughs> if we're gonna talk physical appearance, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't. I I always hate to talk about like physical stuff because I think it's so much more than that. Absolutely. Because I am an emotional connection. Yes, your like physical looks might initially catch my attention right, right but what holds it is who you, your who you are yeah. like your personality your goals how you treat mm-hmm. people like That's if, if you're not too. kind if you're not generous I I can't be with you you know like that's a deal breaker if we can't have like meaningful conversations like honestly <laughs> This is maybe this is a lesbian thing, but I feel like lesbian dates are always super long, especially if you're like hitting it off. Right. It's just like 
you're literally like talking forever. Everything. Yeah. There is a joke that sometimes we have like 24 hour dates. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But like that. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. It is like the emotional connection for me is the foundation Mm -hmm. and then everything else is after. But yes, I have, like I said, I've (laughs) dated women who physically are attractive and out of my league. I don't know how. They're not. But I don't know like how. But I, yeah, I pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, why? Like, why me? You, you. But had- yeah, so that's kind of where I've been in the past, and yeah, I do have some happy hour dates lined up, and I am trying to go outside of what I'm typically attracted to. Like one of the girls is tall and blonde, which is different, but we have a lot of in common, and I, kn- I know, like from our interaction, very quickly. If I'm interested romantically, like it's either there or yes it's or no. not. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, well, you need to give it a chance. And I'm like, I. It's not a just, song that you have to play yeah, like five I've, times to start liking. I've just learned. I know. I've just learned. I either feel it or, or I don't. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a gift. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I think some people waste so much time mm-hmm. being like. I think I can. I yeah. think I can. And I and I don't like leading people on because I went on some dates. Um, like, I, you know, I've been on dates even when I, you know, when it was in between like my first relationship and my second relationship. I Like I went on dates, but none of them had that connection that, that I was looking for. That and I factor. Yeah. And I was always very upfront. Like if they were being flirty afterwards, I would like... I didn't want to lead them on. So I would tell them and I hate people who ghost like I've been ghosted. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It sucks. And I, but I won't do that. Right. I'll tell you, like, if I'm not feeling it, like, I'll be like, hey, like, I think you're a really cool person. Like the conversation was good, but I don't see us like going past like friendship. Like, right. I'll be very upfront. I'm not going to just like set up plans with you and never follow through. Right. I'm going to let you know if I don't feel that way. Mostly because, like, I know how it feels to be ghosted. Absolutely. And I don't want to do that to people. No. It's, that's uh, yeah. mentally abusive anyway. Um, I would just want to touch on a couple of things. Yeah. It's nice to... This is why this is never going to end. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we <laughs> just want to keep talking forever. This is, oh, this is lesbians for you. We could right. talk forever. Seriously. I don't know how I'm going to edit this. I know. Oh my. All right. Just really quick. Yeah. No, you're good. It's nice to separate between someone who's nice and someone who's kind. Mm-hmm. I think I've just realized that. I know yeah. people have said it, but you can be nice and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know, thank you, please, whatever. Yeah. But then you can be kind where it's like you're treating the janitor the same mm-hmm. as the CEO or, yeah. you know, if someone, the janitor drops mm-hmm. his, his towel, you pick mm-hmm. it up for him and not say that's his job. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's kind of my mentality on the difference between mm-hmm. kind and nice. Um, I like that. Like, and you're right. Not everyone does that. And it's just like treating every human, every person, regardless of like their status in life, their job, right. Their educational level, right. like, like with dignity and respect absolutely you know that's how you want to be treated yeah and then um my second my second thought was I think it's funny because I think when people were in relationships in the past I think 
they thought they made it when you made it to their therapy session. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, I brought you up in my therapy session. Oh, I meant something. But now <laughs> it's like, I brought you up in my podcast. <laughs> like, does yeah. does that mean oh. you mean something or does it mean, yeah, you know, like it's you, you, you are worth enough to talk uh, to be in my podcast. I think that's I think it's funny. But that's, it's like a mini compliment. Yeah. Like, and I know we've been talking for forever, but like, yeah, we don't wish at least I'm pretty I, I yeah. hope to speak for the for the both oh, of yeah. us. So we don't we wish all of our exes and mm-hmm. ex situationships the best and in, in their endeavors. Right. Yeah. Um, And I mean that yeah. full heartedly. But uh, we're moving, like we're we're in different spaces. Yeah. You know, we're, we we're we've grown up and we yeah, we admit that those are lessons learned. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. And I don't mean to speak for you if this no, something you're, different. No, I completely agree. Like, I do not regret any of my relationships. I think, like I said, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. When I look back, it's mostly on, like, what could I have done better or, like, what can I learn from it? Or, you know, when I do go into therapy, like, what kind of things about relationships, what have I noticed, what patterns have I seen for sure. that I can talk through with like my therapist and get strategies and ideas of how to to be better because right. I think it's all about there there is no perfect relationship Agreed. I do think that there are people that are more compatible for you but there is no perfect relationship and you have to be willing to grow both as an individual and then once you're in a relationship as, with it, yeah, as a, yeah. yeah, as partners for sure. I agree. Yeah, are we, are we good? I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think that feels like a good stopping Stop point for sure. If you've noticed the changing in the lighting, that's because you know we've been recording for a while for a good little while. Um, because we had some technical issues, but we've figured it out, Absolutely. and we've had to take pauses for you uh, know pizza, pizza runs. <laughs> And stuff like that. Delivery pizza um, that we had to catch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, this has been so fun. We could, For sure. I, like, I think it goes back to just the comfort level and just being able to talk to someone who relates to your experience For sure. is so important. Um, and we haven't seen each other yeah, in and, a long while. Yeah, I And know. it just kind of picked up like yeah. nothing. I so, know. It's like, I think that's it's like dope. yesterday. I think it's um, dope. But yeah, I'm Sorry. so, I'm like thrilled. Like this conversation, not only has, have we been talking about like queer things, but right. we've been talking about like personalities. Right, like right. You know, it, it's been a very growth. like in-depth growth sure. mindset um, conversation that I've really enjoyed. I didn't Same. know. Like, I didn't know we were going to go this deep on yeah. certain topics yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was fun. It was, yeah, I, I that's agree. the difference between bros and, and les bros. <laughs> so. No, thank you for having maybe, me, seriously. Do you have anything, like, if people are interested in following you on social media, do you, would you be, like, do you have something you would want to share or um, you don't have to? Yeah, I don't post much on social media, but mm-hmm. I will say that I'm. I'm more open on Instagram with like stories and things mm-hmm. like that. Feel free to follow me. Um, do I have to like drop the, if drop you, the, it, yeah, if uh, you want. It's a original underscore wizard. So W-Z-R-D. Um, shout out to Kid Cudi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just 
don't drop in my DMs. I have a girlfriend. She would not like that at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you want to drop in the DMs just to like talk about deep topics or like, I don't yeah. know if that's opening up a can of worms. Yeah. Um, but just to say you hello. Need a lesbro. Or like be a yeah, lesbro. You need a lesbro. As a friend. Yeah. Um, I would like to be invited, but I will not always go. I I will say <laughs> that. Um, I am I am pretty introverted. But yeah, that's, that's okay. about it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks Thank you. again. Thank you. We'll for have having to me have again. you back on because this do. is fun. Please do. do yeah. Follow like, up. Hey, like I said, we can literally talk all day. So. I know. But now it's time yeah. to eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been great, listeners. I hope you have enjoyed this episode, um, and you'll hear from us again soon. See you. Thanks for listening to the All Girls School podcast. But before class is over, please take a moment to subscribe or leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. If you enjoy video content, head over to our YouTube channel at All Girls School Podcast, where you can watch and listen to each episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Girls School Podcast, and you can email us questions, stories, and more at the All Girls School Podcast at gmail.com. That's it for today. Class is dismissed.